It's the VoiceOver Gurus Podcast. Time to hear what it's really like to be a voice actor. Here are your hosts, Linda Bruno and JJ Wilson. So I can actually cross four states to have a quick grilled cheese and come home again. Did you ever have ISDN? Oh, sure. Back Do you still have it? No. 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 Linda, do you I still started, have your eyes stand circuit? No, I got rid of mine too. No. We can talk about all this. I mean, I'm just going to, con- yeah. let's just pretend like we're already, let's not pretend, we're rolling. Uh, okay. <laughs> welcome back we're, we're rolling. to the, vo- welcome back to the VoiceOver <laughs> Gurus <laughs> podcast. Very exciting episode today because it is our hundredth, hundredth <gasps> episode. Can you believe we have done a hundred episodes? I- I We've just, done 99. Yes, I can. Yeah. In order to be current, I think we need to listen to them all right now and then pick up where we left off. <laughs> okay. Ready? Go. And hopefully you can tell that our special guest for our 100th is the man you actually hear at the beginning of all of our podcasts because he does me- And a the sh- beginning of most everything you see on television. Right. Well, he does me a huge favor, Mr. Brian Lee. Yes. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so, which reminds me, I do have to get those liners refreshed at some point when I can oh. nail you down for that. Um, right. I'm sure everybody's- bored of hearing that can you say that linda well i don't know these days i don't know (laughs) refreshed redone so this is cool because brian and jj have never met before we've never met Mm -mm. no no we have never met no you've both been in this uh, for since the beginning of time mm -hmm. yeah how long have you been doing this brian (laughs) at least three years (laughs) wow (laughs) no i started uh well, I mean, I was I was like Linda. I was in radio, so um, <clears throat> I don't know. I, uh, uh, Advantage Productions. Advantage, <laughs> but before that, it was uh, when I, I I my parents met at Channel Seven in Miami in the '60s, and then so I grew up with a dad that was a television anchorman and, and a news guy. So I was always Who around was your broadcasting. Dad? His name was Steve O'Brien. You wouldn't know him. Of course, uh, I would. <laughs> my, fa- my father was Big Wilson. Well, I don't know who that is. He was <laughs> maybe the, maybe. He was the only, he was he was the morning so man on IOD. Oh really? What years? Uh 75, 76, 77. Okay. Uh, with Bill Calder, Mike Ranieri. Okay. And then my father went on to do um uh, uh Night Owl movies on Channel 6. Oh wow. He yeah. did it, he started at midnight and uh, did live commercials and television oh. and played piano and oh, I wow. know I know your dad. Okay. I was the van driver for the station. I drove <laughs> okay. the motorhome around. And okay. uh, I'd already been in. I, from there, I went to Love 94. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I love 94. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and Linda lived there, and Linda went yep. to school there. I was born there. <laughs> We're yeah. all Crazy. Miami, have a Miami connection. Yeah. The, the Miami connection, yeah. Did you ever see Black. Que Pasa? No. The uh, show on PBS down there on WPBT? Mm-mm. No? Okay. No, I'm not that sophisticated. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. PBS. I watch Nickelodeon. Gotcha. No, I, 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 no, my parents met there in the 60s. We actually moved out of Panama, uh, out of, um, out of uh, Miami in 1972 to go to Sarasota. But, ah, uh, okay. He was in news. He was in radio news and TV news. And, and then we moved to Panama City, and then we moved to Georgia, and then we moved to Fort Myers about 1985, and that's where I met Linda, about... Um, <clears throat> about nine years after we moved here. So get this, Linda. I met you. Ni- I, we'd only lived here nine years. 
and I've lived here 37. <laughs> so now, to, to tell you how long that we've known each know. other, that is just sick. That is just, Linda and I were kids. Yeah, seriously. I mean, we were like kids yeah. when we Brian met. was responsible for my first ever voiceover job. So, because he had a production company, Advantage Productions, and you had the wonderful Peter Thomas would use your studio uh, mm-hmm. because you were the only one in town with an ISDN line. Yeah, the only one. Yeah. yeah. And he, who, was he communi- who was he communicating with? Who was he connecting with? Everybody. Really? It was weird because uh, <clears throat> because somebody told me about an ISDN circuit. I, I, you could get one, and I don't even remember who it was, but it was 1993, and um, uh, because Peter worked in New York, and, and so I found out about this, and the, so I called, I called his wife, Stella, and I said, if Peter ever needs an ISDN line and no one even knew what that was and still doesn't. (laughs) And uh, she says, well, Peter needs a satellite. And I'm like, that's kind of the same thing. And I said, well, well, here he is. You can talk to him. Hey buddy. And I'm like, Peter, I got this digital line. You can, he's like, well, I don't know what that is, but you know, if I ever need it, I'll let you know. And like a month later he goes, Brian, do you have that IDSN thing? <laughs> and I'm like, I do. And then that started a three-year relationship with me being his engineer at least three days a week, Thursday, wow. Friday, and Saturday. That was so and cool. So that's where Linda met him. Yeah. And, and um, I remember- My dad used to ride the train with him from Westchester into New York. Really? My, my dad was the morning man on NBC. Oh, You know, wow. before before Howard Stern took his place. My dad was the original voice of Campbell's Soup, Van, Van Kemp's Pork and Beans. No kidding. So I come wow. of a second generation, but- when uh, when my kids were very small, I was living in Florida and decided I wanted to try the New York circuit. And I somehow landed an agent. I think I was 24. And I went up there and I stayed with friends in Westchester. I rode the train. I wanted to do everything as though I would do it if I lived there. And uh, my very first audition, I'm sitting in a room and we're you know reading over the scripts. And this older gentleman looked over at me and said, uh, you don't look familiar. Are you new in the market? And I said, yes, my name is J.J. Wilson. He goes, hi, I'm Peter Thomas. Oh, wow. And I wet my pants. I handed him the script and I said, goodbye. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. But he said, no. oh my God, Biggie, I knew your dad. And we rode together on the train. And I was, anyway, he was a wonderful man. Yeah. Mm, he was a wonderful he was man. A- absolutely fabulous. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That was my yeah. introduction to fantastic narration and being able yeah. to watch him work and listen yeah. was like, you can't, you, it's priceless. It's priceless experience, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and what a wonderful man yeah. he was too. In fact, I remember, I think Linda, you came over, you might have, I guess you might've come over to do something, <clears throat> pardon me, you might've come over to do something and then, uh, and he was there. Mm-hmm. And then I think it, you probably came over at least a couple of times after that, just to watch yes. him. Yeah. He's going to be here. And yeah. uh, that was when it was the downstairs, the smaller studios, and it was very intimate. You know, you'd walk into control, it was already dark and dim. And, <laughs> yeah. and through, a, through a decent-sized window, there was the master just sitting there. <laughs> That's know. so cool. So yeah. he was, we had so much fun. And he recorded, uh, I was an engineer for a lot of his forensic files stuff. Yes. Oh, cool. And uh, yeah, we, and we had such a wonderful, wonderful time. In fact, I just found a file. My dad is 82, and when my dad turned 70... Peter was a very good friend of the family, and uh, we would always go down and see him and have dinner with him. And and uh, when he went out for some um, 
a D-Day thing out in uh, California. My sister lived out in San Diego, and he knew she lived out there and invited her to come with him to dinner at the awards oh ceremony. Oh, my gosh. It, 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 it was wonderful. He's... It was just great. I just found, a, I just found a, an audio file of um, – because I was doing this mock thing for my dad's 70th birthday. And uh, it was – you know, he would go, major funding for, you know – <laughs> on PBS is brought to you by Canon, you know, and Ford Motor Company. You know, you do those. And so I had him do one for my dad's birthday. And, you know, it's really cool. And he said, happy birthday, Steve, and whatever. Well, I just found the raw audio. I didn't know I had it. <laughs> and uh, it was him talking, you know, saying, we all miss you and whatever. And he, what made me cry is because he, he worked with me. And I was starting to do network and national television stuff, promo. And uh, he was like, buddy, I heard you on the air and you sound great. And, and just to have him, because I'm so proud of you. And he was so honest. And uh, I've heard on the file, he says, you know, and we're all so proud of Brian. And I have that on uh, uh, the file. Nice. And, and every time I listen to that, I'm just, I'm just like, wow. Because he really was. And, and, and he was with me when I wasn't doing anything. And then, yeah, he was with me as I, my career grew into network television. I heard you on the air last night, buddy. I heard you on those promos. You sound great. You got something special going on. And that, it's just him saying that. It's just like yeah. God saying it right. to you. you know? yep. so. He was nice enough to send my cassette to his agent in New York. Cassette? Had, yes, my cassette. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Remember those? Yeah, and his agent in New York, and I was like, oh my God, you know, Peter Thomas. But of course, you know, that that means like nothing. Because then the agent was like, yeah, you're not ready to be in New Here, York. Here, look. Yeah. <laughs> this is what a cassette is. Wow. Do you have a pencil to go with it? <laughs> yeah, yeah so, you, so you can wind it together. Right. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Brian, what, yeah. how, I'm, I've never known this. Why is it that you went towards promo? Was it just because you were already working with TV stations and radio stations? You know, I don't really remember. Uh, um, I really didn't start in promo. I mean, when I started freelancing, it's, you know, it's on levels of exposure, you know? So when I was, when I was in the first time, when I, when I was right after I turned 21, I was a radio station. I was disc jockey and then production director and, you know, those radio jobs you get. And then yep. when I got hired <clears throat> to go to Richmond, Virginia as a production director, it was way different than little Fort Myers because uh, somebody, some salesperson said, I did a commercial for, I remember Cavalier Hyundai, you know, it was like, you know, right now Cavalier is 1.9% financing, <laughs> APR, blah, blah. and the sales rep came to me at the radio station and said, can I have a copy of that? We're going to run it on the country station. And this is when, before they were whole groups of state, we were standalone FM mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, K95 wants to run it. Go ahead and give me an invoice for like $150. And I'm like, why here's a dub because no no in this market if a jock at a station does a spot and sends it to another station like the client want you get paid for that per station so i'm like i had never heard of anything like that before mm -hmm. you know doing a live remote in in down here you're, you're you get paid 75 dollars, and in richmond you got 100 an hour you know so it was like it was you know it's just another tier a different market thing <clears throat> so what i started doing is i started making money as a production director, just shipping my dubs to other stations in the market. So I didn't really start in promo. I started as a as a commercial guy, and uh, then when I came, when I, then what I did is I started doing imaging for radio stations. You know, like you know Q ninety four and Mix one hundred three, that kind of stuff. <laughs> And uh, for uh, freelancing, and so I made, started making enough money where I came back to Florida because I didn't want to live in Virginia anymore. So I came back here, and I still wasn't doing promo or anything. I was uh, doing radio 
just, you know, like power 102, that kind of stuff. And um, I think where promos took over was I, I got hired in like, I think like 1999 to voice uh, the news promos for WB39 in Miami which NBC was doing the news for this station. And somehow, some way, my very first agent said, hey, there's a TV station and they want you to do two fives, like a 10 second and two five IDs. And so I'm like, tonight on WB39, plane crash, boom, you know, whatever. <laughs> and then, but, but I didn't get the chance to work at the TV station. I worked with the news division. So mm-hmm. it wasn't about promo. It was really about news teasers. Yeah. And then one day, a guy that I still work with to this day, he's a director of operations at INSP, which is a very little known uh, um, cable network that does like all Westerns now, but they are like a top eight network. It's crazy. Huh. Um, he had to hire me. He, he didn't hire me. He called me. He goes, hey, I'm doing a news promo. And I just talked to him for a few minutes and I said, well, who does your voices like Will and Grace tonight at six or the Simpsons, you know, you know, every night at, you know, every night at seven. Uh, And he goes, oh, we have another voice guy that does that on the station. And I said, well, I want to do that. (laughs) And he said, he's, I said, can I try out for it? And he said, yeah, sure. I hate the guy we're using anyway, because he rewrites everything and says I'm a terrible writer and his voice isn't even that good. (laughs) So that was the very first promo I did. It was the WB39 late night block party. And I kind of did it in a voice like this. <laughs> WB39 late night block party. Will and Grace, The Simpsons. And we had so much fun. He ran to his boss and he goes, I want this guy to be our station entertainment voice guy. Interesting. And they said, okay. And so that was the beginning of a retainered voiceover gig like 24 years but ago, 23, 24 years ago. You put yourself in that position, cool. which is what's interesting. Yeah. And then it was owned by Tribune who had other stations. And so they heard me in Miami and blah, 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 blah. And then it started picking up. So it really turned into mm-hmm. television affiliate promo work, not national, not trailers, nothing like that. So it's not like I didn't want to do spots. I just didn't, it was some more, I just, I just went in that direction because that's the way it went. Until I started picking up more and more and more and more TV stations. So, uh, and then that turned into like news because stations started getting affiliates, you know, like NBC right. and ABC mm-hmm. affiliates. And they have like, you know, Channel 7 Action News at 6 kind of stuff. And so I've never looked back. That's, that's really the, 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 the pure foundation of what I do is contractual um, contract, contracts with affiliate television, some 40 television stations around the country. Cool. That's cool. And uh, and this, radio stations, the Mix 102, Power 103, that stuff too. So that's kind of like the that that's the money you can count on every month is the yeah. contractual money, and then everything else is like network bookings and stuff like that. Our stories channel. are similar in the beginning because mm-hmm. I was a production director. I faked a demo. I had somebody build me a production demo because mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was doing, and got hired at a triple radio station. And, you know, I was responsible for writing, reading, recording. What market? And Where w- were you? Uh, uh, Miami. Oh, okay. W- you were in Miami. Okay, that was... WLYF, okay. WNWS, and mm-hmm. whatever else it was. Um, and somewhere about two years in after recording, God, I figured 2,000 spots, which was my college, um, one guy one day, just like you, said, hey, I really like that read. Do you mind if I run it on our TV station? And I went, Really? 
sure, here you go. And he said, no, 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 no. Here's a hundred bucks. And I went, right. Aha. <laughs> and it started happening more and more and more and more. And after three years, my boss called me in and he said, man, I love your work. It's just great. And he said, you're never fucking here anymore. <laughs> he said, yeah. you're always out doing sessions. Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, but I come in at night and get them all done. He goes, no, my salespeople need somebody here. And he looked at me and said, I want you to take two hours for lunch, go home to your wife and tell her that you want to quit and go freelance voiceovers full time. Mm. And I was doing more of the spots, not so much the promos. Right. And she said yes, because she left me three days later. But um, <laughs> anyway, um, and I have never again, like you, looked back. Yeah. But in, and the difference between us is that you, you know, God, I don't know how many sessions you must do a day. 30, 40? Yeah. Okay. More, more than it, that. It seemed like I was doing 20 a day, but I had to drive there. <laughs> I drove 87,000 well, so 87, miles one day going back and forth to BVI on Miami Beach. Yeah. Because I'd get yeah. home and they go, oh, the prices of all the cars on Ford changed. And I go, good. <laughs> well, you lived out there, so it wasn't that far. I lived in Fort Myers where, with Linda. Yeah. And so I would get a call uh, and they would say, can you be here at eight? And that was like, you know, a two hour drive, Linda. Yeah. Yeah. We should take them <laughs> across the state. And yeah. I'd walk into his studio uh, and then it would be like one line. And yep. it'd be like, uh, visit Fort Lauderdale, call 1-800-FLORIDA-FUN. Okay, yeah. great, bye. Yep. And then drive back. And then they call you and go, can you come back? We have a pickup. Right. And it was like, you know, 200 bucks. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, let's see. That's um, 10 hours of driving, <laughs> gas. <laughs> the gas, and I made $400. So uh, on VoiceOver Miami, remember yes, that? The, the, yes, Sure. Oh, that's yeah. so sure. Funny. So at least you live there. <laughs> yes, you could drive that, over it there did help. Do it. it did help. Yeah. It did uh-huh. help. <laughs> but I didn't know you were from the Miami area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, uh, south near Kindle. I'll be damned. Yeah. I lived on a uh, Surfside Six houseboat across from the Fountain Blue when I first moved there from New York. Oh, no kidding! Yeah, yeah. 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 My mother hated it. We had to buy a camper to sit outside. <laughs> I don't yeah. like the rocking, and I went. Then why in the hell are we living on a boat? <laughs> <laughs> Linda, when did, when did you you weren't born in Miami, right? No, I'm from Texas. Right, right, that's right. So, well, and so uh, your earliest memories are Texas or Miami? Uh, well, I went to Texas, and then I went to Colorado, and then I went to different parts of Florida. Um, I was in Miami for seven years, my high school years, okay. and then my okay. pre- preliminary. I did her first demo. Yes, yes, he did. He created my first mm-hmm. demo. First demo. Yep. So we all know Doug Turkel. Yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Unnouncer. Him. Yes. The yeah, announcer Doug. I love yes. the first yeah. time yeah. Brian and I ever met. You remember this, Brian? You don't. <laughs> yes. Oh, you oh, wait, do is remember this a it. Good story. It was I the remember. first time I had ever been on the air at a country station, New Country one hundred one point nine. I was in love, <laughs> <laughs> and I was so nervous. And I'm sitting there at this board, and in comes Brian with um, what's his name? Just an engineer yeah. guy. Because you liked. To tweak stations, right? Can I can I right, say tweak right. now? <laughs> yeah, no. you can say tweak. Tweaking was a lot of fun. Yes, uh, it was. But that was the eighties, <laughs> right? Now we twerk. No, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, yeah, I came in to 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 mess with uh, Paul Orr's on air processing. Yes, is what it was. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I do that uh, all the time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Linda was part time on the air, and uh, <laughs> we just walk in. I don't even know how we got in the building. I think she had to let us in. <laughs> Did I? Through a phone intercom or something was like, who are these creepy guys coming in? And uh, yeah, and then walked into the studio. And and here's Linda. It, you wouldn't think that you would walk in and find 
the part-time jock dressed to the nines. <laughs> yeah. Linda was put together like a like a glam mag. <laughs> yeah. Six inch heels. Uh, I mean, just, oh, you know, yeah. whatever. And and I'm just like, oh, and, and you want to tell him what I did? <laughs> Do you remember what I did? It was the Addy Awards, right? <laughs> Yeah, I asked her out. <laughs> like, I, no, I asked. I didn't ask her out. I asked her, "Hey, would you like?" Because I think we were talking, and she, she, I think you were interested in voiceover, mm-hmm. and and yeah. and and so I'm like, "Oh, this is this is my total in with Linda Bruno. I have, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go to the Yachty Awards." She's like, she's like, "Wow, no, <laughs> no, that's okay." I had a boyfriend at the time, and I'm like, <laughs> "Crap," <laughs> and I don't even remember the next time I spoke to you. I don't, I don't remember. I don't even know. I, I don't think you gave me your number. You may have. I don't know how our but paths I don't, crossed. I, I, it just. I don't even. I know, well, I then know. I went to work I think for I, the state for um, K, K-Rock, 96K-Rock, and B, B103. K-Rock. <laughs> Getting on the air there. And then, yeah, I don't know. Somehow we connected that. You, I think you you called me because I think you had something. And you were like, oh, you want to uh-huh, do this? Yeah, you think, something. Yeah. You yeah, think yeah, I called something. you, Linda? <laughs> yeah. I know what he had. Yeah. Oh, wait, I can't yeah. say that either. You think I called I? you? Well, you're goddamn right I did. So uh, <gasps> Linda started coming to the studio and doing voiceover work. Yeah. Yeah, just started hiring to, her to do voiceover work. Yeah. And uh, I think that was 94. Mm-hmm. So 94, 95. 96. Uh, yeah, I think we went flying a couple we times. We did, 96. I left in you know, 97. Private pot. Yeah, and then she left. But I, I, you were a pilot. <laughs> He's yeah, I'm a pilot. Ah, I was a glider pilot for a while. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. She liked and she liked to fly. It was kind of fun. We would yeah. just kind of fly down the coast, like do little evening flights down mm-hmm. the coast and yeah. back, and it just uh, just like, just for fun. I like and then she moved away. Motors. I like planes with motors better. But yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That landing was always like, oh, gee, if yeah. I miss, well, bye bye. <laughs> yeah, the landing was, the landing was assured in a gr- in a glider. Yes, yes. Yeah. That was my first yeah. experience the- having like good money making VO because I wound up booking uh, car car spots through your company, and it was like they used right. me for like the five different types of car- the Freeland Auto. Yes, group. and I was making like yes. seventeen hundred dollars. A month right. off that, and yeah. for somebody who was making eighteen thousand a year at K Rock, right. it was like holy crap! That's almost ten <laughs> percent. It was incredible. Do you know? Do you know? Here's a crazy thing, but I have behind me uh, on the bookshelf back there uh, all the masters from Advantage Productions. Do you really? Everything that every everything that was ever done. There's uh, that's great. Probably. Probably over a hundred two hour dats back there. Of course, the database got lost. <laughs> I don't know what's on what. Chronologically, I just had to figure it out by listening to something. And my dat machine broke, so it's not like I'm popping them in and <laughs> listening to them. But anything that you ever did at Advantage Productions is mastered That's digitally. That's crazy. Isn't that oh crazy? Wouldn't that God. be the most embarrassing, freaking thing yes. to listen to? Oh, my God. That's <laughs> like, so cool. Like, like, that is so Here's cool. what I sounded like in 19... 19- Here's Linda Bruno in 1994. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> 1995. <laughs> bad. I don't want to listen to me in 2018. So, you know, but, so uh, Brian, yeah. I was, uh, when I was 19, since I was raised in the era of the older music, the big band era and so mm-hmm. on, I was working at WKAT. Do you remember that station on Miami yeah. Beach? Yeah, uh-huh. That's okay. where uh, Lynn I, Russell worked, I think. Yes, yes, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And I was doing evening, 7 to midnight, and I was beating Neil Rogers somehow. And I came out of a music set, and I said, In the ratings? Yes, yes. Okay. 
And I said, <laughs> I said that was, him. that was, that was. And those were the Mills brothers. And I said to myself, I said, well, I said to say to myself, I said to the audience, I said, gee, I wonder what they're doing now. And I hit the commercial and the hotline rang. It was my mother. And I said, hi, mom, what's up? She goes, the Mills brothers are dead. They're not doing anything, honey. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I had to go back on the air and go, oops. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry yeah. about that. Oh, dear. Well, we'll yeah. bless them all. I know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and if you want to visit them. They're taking a dirt nap. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I did the big band thing, too, because when we moved from Georgia to uh, Fort Myers uh, and I was 15, I went through the phone book to try to find a job. And there was a station. It was it was K-Rock's AM, Linda W. It was 770 AM, but it was owned by a, uh, a, a standalone company out of Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. And the general manager's like, yeah, we need part time. And I sounded like this. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I go over, and it was big band on AM radio. There you go. Those are the Mills brothers. <laughs> yeah. And uh, here's, here's the Carpenters. And after that is Jack Jones. and, and uh, Guy Lombardo. <laughs> you know, I sounded like this. And then I only had to do that for five months until I got a part-time job at the Top 40 station. <laughs> I sound like this. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here's Phil Collins. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Here's another big one of band. your favorites. I can appreciate the big band music now. I can listen to it now. I love to... When I cook, yeah, I love to put on the cable box with the uh, the 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 um, the music channels, the, uh, the the big band music, and all the Ella Fitzgerald, and yes. I, I just love it so yes. much. And it's fun to just you know to to season your food and chop and <laughs> cook and have a glass of wine. But man, when you were fifteen, listening to that, you're just going kill me. <laughs> <laughs> awful. I want to hear Whitney Houston. The Candyman. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. And Linda did radio. Linda. You did part-time, I'm trying to think, did you do country first and then rock? Yes, I went from country. I was only there for like six months because then Beasley's found out that I was working at another station and said, we're going to offer you some more money if you come back here. So I did. So I went back to K-Rock. To to, to do radio? Yes, just to do um, the Mm -hmm. weekends because I was working in the business office. (laughs) Right. See, the thing about when we did all this uh you know, you look back at it in the time when I met you in 94 to the time that you left in 97, uh, y- you know, it was like three and a half years, right? Yeah. So like five, six, seven, yeah, three and a half years, maybe something like that. And that window of time when we're that age, you know, we're in our 20s and it's like, it seemed like a big chunk of time. And now that same window of time goes by like that, you know, it's like, boom. Like, how long have you been in New York? Well, since 97, so 20-something God knows years. Yeah, I know. This This has been my longest, you know. My daughter went to my high school. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. And now she's just about to get her master's degree, finish up her master's degree at the University of Florida. Brian, (laughs) I didn't even go to my high school. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy the amount well, of Well, when you get to 41st Street, street you can go to go left to the beach or right to school. So, I like, right? yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Now, if you but, hear dogs uh, barking, this will be the last time you ever hear them. Yes, <laughs> you will kill them. <laughs> so, Brian, let's talk so, about uh, your like your routine because that's kind of I'm sure that's fascinating for a lot of people. You Right, what do you do first thing in the morning? I mean, do you go to the bathroom? <laughs> Uh, do you brush your yeah. teeth? Well, these days I go to the bathroom several times in the morning. <laughs> oh, uh, very good. I do uh, that at yeah. night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Uh, uh, you know, it's um, the bulk of the work is uh, the bulk of the work is TV, is television stations, 
And so um, <clears throat> I try not to go to work until about noon. Um, LA. That lets the, that, let, that, well, yeah, because I, I'll work until, uh, you know, six or seven at night. And if I'm on a movie trailer campaign, that could be eight, nine, 10, 11 o'clock at night because Los Angeles doesn't care. They just yeah. want it when they want it. They just call your manager. And if you want to be on the trailer campaign, they're like, need Brian. You know, there's no, none of this, like, we may need him. Let's call his manager sometime during the day and say, we might need Brian, give him a heads up, no. you know, or something like that. But, um, no, it doesn't work that way. No. It's, no. it's, it's no. such, no. it's such sought after work and it, that the manager, I could be sitting down to eat. I'm a little bit more of a, I'm a little bit more of a dick about it now. <laughs> in other words, I, I think early on in my career, I would probably I would leave my grandfather's funeral to go do a to do you know <laughs> yeah it'd be like hey we need you I'm like okay hurry up here you know okay 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 let's go get in the car and go home <laughs> but because it was just sought after coveted and and now I if I'm out and an opportunity comes up for an audition and and I'm I'm out to dinner or I'm, and it's not convenient I'll, I'll just go no I'm not going to do it because uh, you get older and you start a little more self-respect about what you'll do and what you won't do and what you'll, yeah. you know, what, what's courtesy. And I think we've all kind of, you know, gone Wait till you that, hit but- 62. You, yeah, you, yeah. You go yeah. no, like ninety percent of the time. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want to. So, so, it, and it's not that I don't want the work. It's just that it, it, if there's something important going on, it's just that there's there will. Yeah. I always feel that there will always be work, at least enough work out there. Yeah. But um, the day starts with uh, coming in, and like I, I'm looking in my inbox right now. Uh, the first email I got was at 7.56 this morning from someone named Linda <laughs> asking me something about a link for this video thing. Uh. Uh, then I got something from South Africa, which is on a whole different... Uh, Can I get an ounce of that? Uh, oh, sorry. What time, what time is it in South Africa? Is it a um, prince asking for money? I don't think they have money? any watches, Brian. <laughs> it's 4.36 p.m. Is it a prince in asking South you for Africa. money? Is it one What's of that? those uh, African princes asking you for money? <laughs> Hello, good it's KFM friend. And it's KFM in Cape Town. Uh, so they're like, uh, could you read this uh, thing, this this uh, script for uh, K? I voice KFM in, 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 um, in Cape Town, South Africa. So that would be normal. Uh, here's something at 9 o'clock from a station in Pennsylvania, Johnstown. Uh, here's one at 10 o'clock from Oklahoma city, blah, 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 blah. And then, uh, that's it so far for today's stuff. And then as we move through the morning, then it's all going to come racing in, crashing in. Um, so how many sessions do you think you do on average a day? <laughs> 60, 70 on average. Now, does your voice get tired or you're just, you're used to the stamina no, of that? no. Never, no, that never gets tired, ever. <clears throat> um, yeah. Well, it depends what you do. Mm. I think yeah, we're all, we all do this shorter to, usually. We, yeah, we all do this for tonight a on Channel it, Seven. Uh, yeah, oh my God, like, I need a break. I'm just saying, <laughs> you, know, you know, sixty, seventy a day. You know, a, a day sounds yeah. like a lot. Yeah, it does. like this station in in Oklahoma City is ten seconds. The Warren, the forewarned storm team is proud to welcome the newest addition to the team, and I guess is a coveted. Uh, or a, or a, Did you record that? Because you could just send it <laughs> off now. You don't well, it's do it recording, again. but it's okay, going good. to Linda. Okay. Linda, can you send you that to the station it. for yeah. me? Yeah. Hey, whatever happened to the so, Japanese station that we did? Uh, she will, Junko. Jun- she'll come out of the 
the last time you did something is when I did something because she always orders you and me together. Uh, crazy stuff. She did. crazy stuff that we would say. I yeah. just hope there's no L's in their call letters. That's all. <laughs> yeah. W O O O. Yeah. R's and L's. But um, uh, I know I'm not. No, allowed the last to say time that. you did something for them, Linda, is the last time I did something for them, and she'll she may show up every blue moon to do something but there was a time when it was uh regular work in march and october we would we would do mm-hmm. regular stuff but uh, like i said everything changes i don't i don't know maybe the company the company that did the the company that di- i found this out the company that did all that work for the japanese stations in tokyo was a company that supplied music to perfume shops <laughs> really <laughs> it's just whatever you know it's just however you you know, I'm talking to her. I'm like, how did you get into this? Well, I were at shop where we... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you'd be better to say it. <laughs> so the promo, we know that's your life. But what do you think is the most difficult... Have you ever had like the most difficult voiceover job that you're like, oh my gosh, this job is really, really hard? The screamer stuff. Yeah. Screamer stuff. Screamer stuff. Like I do stuff for the monster truck stuff. That's this, you know, monster trucks are coming to Albany. You know, that kind of stuff. And <laughs> JJ uh, does that too. You know, Bigfoot, Monster Mash. That kind of stuff is just yeah. it, it, in in the in a long time ago it was fun. But when they send you ten pages because you're doing the entire country is coming to Sacramento, it's coming to Austin, <laughs> it's coming to Michigan, Albany. You know, that kind of thing. And you're just doing it over and over Tennessee. and over. <laughs> It's just yeah, and then you get to the end of it, and it's um, huck up a loogie oh, time. Elwood, Linda's favorite. Elwood key. hates me. Uh, <laughs> Elwood, Elwood hates I love it. Elwood hates everybody, don't he, you? So you didn't hate me. We had a special bond. He <laughs> <laughs> would smack the crap out of me. I gave that, my, I gave my cat a bath the other day. You know. I did too. Yep. Took yep. a the shower first, with him. The first Don't stuck to my me. tongue. The first stuck to my tongue. But other than that, it was a great <laughs> oh, experience. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Elwood, he's 15. He's, he's awesome. 15? 15. He's great. Wow. He's great. Mm-hmm. So you still hit the litter box? <laughs> Linda's like, he's great. He used to paw me, hiss at me, <laughs> bite me. Stupid cat. You know. But um, yeah, though that's the hardest stuff. Yeah. Everything else is pretty much uh, pretty easy to do. It's kind of in the wheelhouse. It's where... Yeah. Um, you know, I, I've just, I think <clears throat> I've evolved, you know, probably a reinvention of myself, probably at least half a dozen times in my career, kind of following what has become more conversational or whatever. And so promos that were news promos that were more ominous and deep, like, you know, poison in the community, you know, is now, I don't, it's now it's more of a conversational, like <clears throat> read this more like, it's kind of just relaxed, like poison in the community. You know, people dying. Mm-hmm. People are concerned. Yeah, tonight, on Chan- tonight on <laughs> Channel 7, we look at what the problem is. So it's a lot easier to do, though, yeah. to work now than it was back in the day when everything was, you know, just Channel so. 7 News. <laughs> yeah. Channel 7 Action News. If I had to do this all day, <laughs> it probably would be a little bit more difficult. But it's now, and now it's just a little bit, a little bit less sensationalized. And, yeah. and so. It's really if just yelling. If I have to yell all day or do the, um, when I had to do those spots for, uh, there was a car dealership uh, up in up in Middletown, like Middletown, New York, up that area, and there was a guy that sent me stuff, and it, and he always sent me way too much copy, 
so I had to go way too fast and it was, and it was, um, you know, Poughkeepsie Middletown and it was real <laughs> yelling and, you know, Ford Chevy's Dodges. And, and then I would go, God, I went so fast. I know this is within time. Oh, a minute eight, you know? Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so he retired and the spots went away and good. good. So, uh, yeah. You know. Some of the clients so no, that go away are good. Yeah, yeah. So I don't really, you know, I, I, I think I do get kind of tired. I mean, there are things that I know I can't do. Like, for instance, I couldn't go and, this sounds crazy, I couldn't go and sit around a campfire at night on a cold fall night and, like, drink wine in front of a fire on a cold night and talk until 2 o'clock in the morning. That would destroy, mm-hmm. that would destroy my voice, for whatever reason. Something like that would destroy my voice. Um, gotcha. but, uh, as far as taking care, no, oh, you smoke. should start. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> no, wonderful. I don't, no, I don't smoke. Hydration, uh, water is really, really plays a huge deal. And also, um, believe it or not, um, vitamins, mm. you know, if I like, not like take a bunch of vitamins, but if I, if my voice is just starting to feel over time, like weak, and I'm, I don't have the control. It's usually low on like B12 or magnesium. And oh, interesting. D. Yeah, That's it is crazy. Yeah. I didn't want to admit it because people say vitamins are crap, and um, I know it's like God. I have, you know, I'm not feeling great or kind of draggy in, in the voice, but if I, uh, I'll go pop some magnesium and some vitamin D and C, and then uh, I'll forget I did it. And then at like ten or eleven in the morning, it'll it'll like kick in mm-hmm. yeah. when I'm reading. All of a sudden, it's like, whoa! And the voice is strong, and I can get through things. And it's like my brain works better, mm-hmm. right? I can read mm-hmm. better. I can uh, the, the, the the everything's firing faster. And I know that I know there's something to it. There and is. If low anybody D. doesn't believe me, they can go. To L- hell. Low D is <laughs> is really bad. Mine is sixteen right now. Yeah, yeah. But I'm Vitamin fighting other D. medications, and mm-hmm. it's supposed to be above. 30? Yeah. And well, I take a, yeah, I take Nexium, you know, that so stomach acid medicine, so and that kills B12, yep. and, 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 yep. and my doctor's like, you got to take a supplement, and, and if I forget, over time, I'll, I'll, I can feel it, and yep. then I'll take some, and so, yeah. So, hydration, and the other thing is, which I don't do enough of, uh, is um, cardiovascular. God, if you do cardio... If you do cardiovascular exercise, like get on an elliptical machine for 30 minutes, get your heart rate up and do <laughs> that two to three days a week. <laughs> I'd be dead. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, well, what you do is you just, you'd right, right before you die, you slow down so you don't die. <laughs> gotcha. And, uh, and, uh, gotcha. but that make, okay. oh, exercise makes a huge difference. Yeah. Like if I, if I do cardio, which I'm guilty of this, you know, sometimes I get into it and sometimes I don't. But when I do it, it's just like I walk in the studio and I feel like a young yeah, guy. Like it does help. Everything is strong. Everything is firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the older I get, the harder it is and the more you have to take care of yourself. Yeah. Showering is a pain in the ass now. <laughs> yeah, I try not to do that too much. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so we're getting off on... <laughs> Uh, you know, Linda asked me a question, and of course, I take 20 minutes to answer it. That's been my right. thing. And we ended but, up on uh, shower, which is good. <laughs> shower and vitamins. Shower and vitamins. What about, what is the job you are the most proudest of? Wouldn't that be most? I think it was a moment, and <laughs> I think there was a moment in time where it, 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 I got tunnel vision, and it, and it almost sent me into tears. But uh, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a really big thing to anybody but me. Um, 
Well, first of all, I get to say right now, and, and everything will come to an end, but right now I, I get to say that I'm on uh, probably the most heard voice on television, yes. on affiliate television, because I'm in so many uh, large markets, or so many markets, period. But um, I, I think that uh, it's hard, Linda. It's, 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 I'm, I'm, it's a privilege to be on anything. You know, right. I've been on CNBC for 15 years. I'm the signature voice for MLB Network. I'm the hallmark voice for NBC Sports. Um, and then I voice CBS2 in New York and LA and Chicago and Philly and Denver and Dallas. These are all big CBS O&O stations. And it's, it's just, I don't think I ever take it for granted. No. I think that whenever, whenever I, whenever I open up a file and it, I don't care if it's a, a tiny station or a, or a, or the biggest station in the country, it's just, it's such a privilege to work. And I love what I do so much. And I'm just proud that, that I'm working. I'm just mm -hmm. proud. I'm just happy. And I'm so lucky and I'm so fortunate. And there's just not a day that goes by that I don't, now did, that I don't, I don't recall. That, did you get awesome. affected by COVID a, at all? Did your business no. because of you do news and you do mm -mm, no yeah no well movie trailers yeah the movie trailers stopped yeah the, 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 all the movies stopped but like I said my foundation is contractual TV the only bad thing about COVID is that that's all I talked about mm -hmm. COVID COVID yes. COVID COVID <laughs> COVID on every TV station <laughs> out there so uh, yeah but it hurt a lot of people and 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 a lot of people lost their jobs and lost their lives and and just it's awful yeah but. Anyway, back to the the most the, the I think the time that I ever the, the biggest thing was uh, I had I gotten um, hired to do uh, Ashton Smith, a big movie trailer guy. Um, I've heard of him. He was uh, the uh, he was the dramatic voice for NBC. He was like an old new blah, you know. And he started doing movie trailers. And the, the time NBC required you to uh, <clears throat> NBC required you to be at NBC in LA, and they would want you there because they hadn't really they had ISDM, but they hadn't really embraced it. Mm -hmm. And so Ashton was expected to be at NBC from like one in the afternoon until like five thirty, just show up and sit there. Okay, we need you. Okay, so sometimes he would have ten promos, and sometimes he would have none, and you get paid by the promo and the, and the tag. So it wasn't like he was getting paid to sit there when there was wow, nothing to be done. And his movie trailer career had blown up. He was like the new Don LaFontaine. He was blew up and he was making millions. And so, and you, you still had to go to those studios to do those trailers. Yeah. And, and most of the time, most of the time. And so he got fed up with, NBC and having to go. And so he says, I don't need you anymore. And I don't want to be here anymore. And they're like, fine. And his manager was my manager. And my, he, actually his manager became my manager because they were like, Oh no, Ashton is leaving NBC. We got to get another guy into NBC network to be a replacement voice. And I happened to be in the right place at the right time. And they were like, let's see if we can manage Brian Lee. And so they came to me and they were movie trailer managers. And I'm like, are you kidding? Pfft, you know, don't try and stop me. And so they sent a demo to NBC and I got it. And so I started working for NBC um, doing um, their like deal or no deal and, and all of their uh, like kind of the, the, the apprentice. But and you were doing it remotely. Do, do. Uh, I was doing it remotely, yeah, you didn't have to but I there. had to, but actually I, I was traveling to Los Angeles too back then and I was doing it at NBC. Oh, okay. Mm. So, uh, 
anyway, uh, this is back when they were still faxing you your scripts. <laughs> and I had, e- I had e-fax, yeah. you know, and so it would show up as a PDF in the yeah. email. And uh, because their, their audio rooms were just, they had a room producer that would just fax the scripts. And I was doing a, I think I was doing, a, the, the first show I was asked to do was a, it's called Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. And uh, it was a, a new summer show in, in, the, in 2000 and I think six. And then I was reading it and then I got something else and something else. And then we were getting ready to disconnect off of ISDN. And they said, oh, we have something else we want you to read. Hold on. It's coming through now. It's not on any kind of letterhead. Somebody just typed it out really fast and we fed it in the machine. And when you do promos for network, you hear the audio. You know, they play the audio down the ISDN line and they play a special set of tracks that are delayed, that are actually like 30 frames ahead of what they hear in their own studio that feed down the ISDN line. So by the time you hit it and it gets back to them, it's in sync with what they're watching. And I got the piece of paper and I looked at it and I, and I almost started crying and uh, it was, it was one line and, and I was looking at it and they have to roll the audio for you to read it to the music or the segment or whatever. So you read to picture in my case, sound and there's three beeps and it goes beep, beep, beep. And then it's, it starts. And, uh, I'm just looking at it and, uh, my hand's shaking and this, I'm doing promos for these people and my hand is shaking and the music starts. And the line was, um, you're watching the national broadcasting company, NBC. Oh my God. I got chills. And it was just, they didn't even calling it the national broadcasting. Because for somebody, somebody in the creative department decided that they wanted to do some kind of a bump. And it was this full-blown orchestral 10-second thing with harps and horns and just, and, and, they, and it was just when it hit. And the music hit and went right in my brain. And I got a chance to say wow. it. Wow. That's and, awesome. And, uh, and, and, and um, that's so cool. When I had said NBC at the end. A national broadcasting company like like NBC, and when I said NBC, it the chimes hit. <laughs> NBC, and so it was like national broadcasting company NBC, and went dun, 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 right under my letters, and then the faded out. I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> And it never aired. I don't think I ever really? saw it air. Uh, but but it, and, and it's probably somewhere in the archives. I swear to God, I think I would like like pay almost any amount of money to have someone <laughs> dig into the video archives and say it was sometime in two thousand six. I don't know when it was. I don't know which session it was for. I don't know because there was no there was no skew number. There was no ISKI code. You couldn't say oh it's promo uh, you know NBC oh five nine six seven two. Which they could look it up, find the, the archive. It was just written on a piece of paper. It was probably sent up to Vince Manzi or John Miller or someone to listen to for some. It was probably like some kind of a test thing. I don't know. But out of all of the, every movie trailer I've ever done, every campaign, every channel, every network, every everything uh, I've ever done, that was the thing that affected me most. That's so cool. That, that I got to the point where I was like, oh my God. The only other awe that I've ever been in a studio was watching Peter Thomas yeah. do yeah, his thing. Huge. So there you go. That ranks up there with mine. Um, mine was the, I walked into a studio having no idea what I was doing, and uh, they handed me this round speaker-like thing. And um, I said, what is this? And he said, it's the new fart detector. 
and you're going to be the voice. And I said, I have made it now. <laughs> right. Warts the zenith. Step back. Fart detected. <laughs> you know, so, and so that was the highlight of The of zenith of your career. Yes. Right there. Yes. And so what I did was I went into Spencer's and I pushed all of the buttons on all of the fart detectors. And it was all you. Yes, it yeah. was. Yes, it was. Spencer but gifts. Then I got thrown people out. Walking, <laughs> people are walking by and you're picking up going, you're picking it up and going, it's me. Yes. <laughs> Listen. Yep. It's like bacon. They asked me to leave very nicely though. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> what about you, Linda? Oh, the serious seriously? Um, not jo- mm-hmm. joking. No, we're kidding. Not joking. <laughs> Yours is a joking one, JJ. Oh, yes, mine was a joking one. I don't one. know. I've had a few really, really, really cool things. I mean, proud doing live announce at Radio City. I've talked about that. Mm-hmm. And meeting oh, wow. Meryl Streep and all that, which which was cool. Mm. Um, going into- I wouldn't have been nervous. Yeah, I was too focused on the live announce. <laughs> I was freaking out because I was saying all these beautiful ladies' names. You know, hanging out with Meryl here. <laughs> yeah. We're just hanging out. Um, but she just reminded me, I was the voice of TLC for like three years and I'd have to go into the city and do the sessions. And I remember mm-hmm. walking up and there was this limo and out comes James Earl Jones. Oh. Out of the studio I was about to walk into. And he was he just kind of waved to me and I'm like, <laughs> you know, like that's James Earl Jones. But this yeah. is the fart detector. So yeah. I have a question. Another question for Luke, you. I am your fart. I, I'm. I mean, obviously, I am Brian, your I know you very well. But you know, these days, in the way that the voiceover community is, everybody is out and about, and they're going to conferences, and they're going to awards shows, and they're you know doing all this stuff. How can we never see you at any of that stuff? Because he's too busy working. I want to know what Brian <laughs> thinks. Um, <laughs> the reason I don't go is because I can't. I, I can't see everybody. You know, I have so many clients, and when the you know, are you talking about like the Promax? No, uh, like the station, like station no, summit. No, the Red Carpet Awards. Just voiceover people. Right, where you have to pay for your own trophy. You know those. You. What do you, I, so I'm, I'm so that I don't go out to these things or see people. What, what is yeah. the question? So like again? they have conferences. It's a, it's a really popular thing. Voiceover actors have conferences and it's usually mm-hmm. led by a voiceover actor or a team of them. And they want to get everybody together. And then they have like, uh, you know, different rooms you can break out into and you hear someone speaking about promo, someone speaking about narration. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they do an award show thing where people get nominated for best commercial demo. Best oh, <laughs> okay. Why don't I do that? I I don't. No because one's ever asked me to go. No one's. Yeah, no one's ever asked me to go. Uh, people ask me to teach. Yeah. But you don't have time. To- A lot of people ask me to teach. I've asked um, you to teach. <laughs> I know. I mean, I, a lot of people ask me to teach, and I, maybe one day I will. Uh, um, you know, I don't know, but. Uh, I don't, I don't, I really don't, um, I think JJ, he's right. I'm just busy. You are. Yes. You know, I'm just, I'm just busy. And to go out, I don't, I don't know, you know, there's, there's one of these that I, I, I actually did a, performed a wedding in, in, How in did New York that go? on Sunday. It went, it went fine. It went fine. Um, was it your you know, wedding? <laughs> no, no, oh. it wasn't my own wedding. It oh, was okay. uh, it was actually somebody, the uh, producer that worked for Viacom that I've worked with for seven years, and he and his fiance, she, they got on the phone and said, "We're going to ask you something really strange. Would you would you be would you be able to officiate our wedding in New York?" And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and then and I was thinking, it's like, wow. 
and for some reason I said yes because <laughs> I because I, I knew him and he, I love him as a guy he's great and and so I came down and did it and yeah it was there was like 300 people there and uh and and I had officiate but the thing about it is is there was a lot of industry people in the audience for Viacom and other com and so he wrote a script where I introduced myself <laughs> And you can ask Linda that I'm with adulation. I'm just not not into it. <laughs> I'm not into adulation. And so it was. Just no, like, wait a ladies minute. and gentlemen, can we say I'm that what? adulation? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Because I haven't looked <laughs> at yeah, adulation. Yet. Yes. And uh, I, I, I didn't. Uh, I, I, I looked at the script and I, and I was just like, it said, "Hi, I'm Brian Lee. Some of you may know me from." Oh. And it was like Shark Tank, you know, CNBC. And he said he wanted me to do the voice. Oh. And so everybody is, is, is this huge. It's a, what is it? Chip Chipriani Cipri- or yeah, Cipriani? Yeah, and, mm-hmm. yeah, and 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 Lower Manhattan. And uh, and uh, this was just a few days ago. And uh, or uh, NBC Sports. Uh, and he wanted um, you to say it in the promo this, voice. Yes, Sunday Night Football on NBC. <laughs> and I'm like. <laughs> And I'm doing this, and and but it it went over really well. My fear was like I would go, I'm Shark Tank, or or it was something else, or I, I, there was another line in it. I think I, he made me do like three samples. Uh, one was football, one was um, Shark Tank, uh, and I can't even remember the other one or two. But uh, I I was looking out in the audience when I when I did it, and I was people were laughing, and they were. And I'm like, God, because <laughs> I'm thinking people are just going to go, why is he talking about himself? You know, and uh, but it went over really well. And uh, so I, I, you married someone. Congratulations. I, so I actually married, married, you know, <laughs> by the power vested in me. So uh, why was I talking about this? What was the question again? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, don't now, I know how busy you are, because I mean, I think you went like 13 years without taking a vacation at one point. And then you've decided, yes, I'm going to give myself that time. Yeah. So are you still, do you just leave once a year again or do you do more frequent? I take the week off between Christmas and New Year's unless I'm off, unless I'm on some kind of a movie trailer campaign or something. And those are easy because those are like three lines, Mm -hmm. you know, Rolling Stone calls it amazing, (laughs) rated beat and rated PG and then leave. (laughs) I could do that on my iPad. That's not a big deal. But um, yes, yes. Uh, Over the past 12 years, I have decide well not the last two because of covid but uh before that it was like yes i'm taking a thursday friday the whole next week off i'll be back on monday and uh yes i've gotten a chance to travel the world in the last 12 years and i had not done that and That's so because you were tied everywhere yeah, you from were tied to your microphone from yeah everywhere yeah. from bora bora to france and um i went to maryland yesterday <laughs> Well, that's great. Yeah, good old Maryland. Yep, yeah, great awesome. tennis. Linda, you, Linda used to travel a lot too. I remember you. You, you, years ago, you wanted Paris, 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 Paris. I'm going. I to went Paris. to Paris eleven times. Oh, and you, and you had to. <laughs> Linda had to sync her clock with the the states because you. I was doing Disney, put, HSN. Yep, yeah, and I still had to do You're everything. Putting time aside mm-hmm. to work. I would rent an apartment. And and set right. it up. I'd bring my little mobile studio. It worked out really nicely. Mm-hmm. It's one of those like bucket list things. I always I want to work in another country and live there for a week, two weeks. I actually rented an apartment for two weeks. Mm-hmm. It was a block and a half from. I the think sun. I brought. I think I brought equipment with, with me. I I got off the um the schedule. I think at least twice. I was in Lake Como, Italy, about six years ago, and brought equip brought some equipment with me. 
uh, and did one thing for NBC Sports, for mm-hmm. that matter, for Sunday Night Football. And then there was another time when we were in, um, I don't know, some other, some other port of something, coastal thing for Italy, and I did like one thing. And I don't know why I made the exception, but all the other times, the phone off, you know, phone off, no gear, no anything. And it's quite liberating. It's like, oh, see, this is the way I look at it now. A week goes so fast yeah. that we in our minds think if we're gone for a week, we're going to lose every client, every job, all our money. Everyone will hate us. They'll think we're irresponsible or not dedicated or mm-hmm. just blah. But Monday through Friday goes by like that. And it's just like they don't even know you're really gone. <laughs> and then right. when you get back, they're just like, we missed you so much. So. Yep. So back to your, back to your, no, I don't go to the, I don't go to the voiceover seminars and everything because I just, unless I have something to do there, uh, I don't know. Just, I just don't, uh, I don't think that, uh, what am I going to get out of it for me personally? All I'm going to do is inconvenience a bunch of clients and, and, and go and am I going to. Why do people go to those? Do they go to learn? Do they go to network? Do they go to get business? I mean, I, mean I, I get the people that, I guess the people that are coaching are looking for students and that's why they go. And I know the students right. go mm-hmm. to gain right. knowledge. I mean, with, with, so I think it's a great thing for students. If they have the money and they're yep. going to travel to Atlanta or whatever to do this, um, then they learn a lot because they're learning from people that are coaching them and giving them, you know, advice. Well, I'm a promo guy. I don't, I don't, if someone said, and we, uh, what would I do? Like, for instance, the, the Promax Station Summit, I, I get beat up. But here's the reason I don't go to the like the Promax thing, because every TV station that I voice is going to go there with several of their producers. So that's over a hundred people. When people say, "Are you going to be at Promax?" and if I say yes, they'll say, "Call me." Mm-hmm. How can I call a hundred people? Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. And you know, there's you, no there. Yeah. How can I have drinks with a hundred people? Let's have, Hey, let's have a drink. It's like, so if some vice president in charge of creative who, and, and see to every station, they they don't care about other stations. They said, Brian Lee is our guy. And so they don't, Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's to them. It's just them and me. It's not me and a hundred other people. So the problem is, is that if I get a call or I've get someone asks me, and I don't see them. I'm sorry, I can't while I'm there. I would love to, but I can't yeah, see you. you the person who pays me to voice their televisions, I can't right. see you. Right. Or I'm or not available like, right now because I'm already with you. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's just, it's, it's that. And so I do this over and over and over again. And I get asked to, and my agent pushes me and says, you know, you should go. And I'm like, no, I, I, I just, I, I, comp- I can't believe that someone would say, do you, oh, you were Promax and you didn't call me. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Do you, do you know what I mean? Oh, why didn't you? Why didn't you look me up? We, we. I would have loved to have seen you. I would. It's easier to have a FaceTime or a Zoom call with a client than it is to go to New York, see ten people, and piss off hundred and ten people. And that's why I don't go. Like every time and have you- the guy at airport security look at your microphone and go, "What is this?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, when they start security. wiping it, I actually went to uh, security this with this. Uh, mm. Yeah, like this. Like, look out! I've got a microphone. <laughs> oh, look out! Oh. And uh, sure, that's yeah, a microphone. And usually they usually they stop and they they they're like, they're you know they're like what 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 is this? What are all these <laughs> <laughs> uh, iPads? Uh, and, 
you know, and headphones, and you know, you have chewing uh, gum this, in there. Yeah, every, everything is in there. Chewing gum, okay. glasses, a toothbrush, you name it, it's okay. in there. But they don't. Uh, this time they didn't stop me. So, um, but that's the reason I don't gotcha. go, Linda, gotcha. is because there's just not a. a there's just, it's too difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I can. It's too difficult to go and Um, and see everybody. And I don't think, and I I think it's easier, more respectful not to go, actually. But somebody said, why don't you do a, um, not a symposium, but a, uh, you know, like get a room and get a a room, (laughs) you know, get uh, get a banquet and and, and a year out and start to promote it and to where I could bring something to the table with producers about. Uh, timing and music and creative mm-hmm. and doing promos and better ways to you know mix audio and things like that and I think that I would uh, I think that that would be successful mm-hmm. if I could do some kind of a if I promoted it and and uh, that I could probably get a lot of people there but then again I would uh, they would all be coming up to meet me and and so that would be like, hi 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 look I've gone to parties you know like uh, like agency parties and. Somebody will come up to me and go, hi, John Smith, Channel 7. Hey, how you doing? You know, you all got name tags on. And then I've got their attention, and then someone else will come up and go, Brian, you know? <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. You know? Hi. Hold yeah. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff from, you know, you know, Channel 12. And then someone else. And then I'm trying to introduce people. Oh, Jeff, this is Bob. Bob, this is Jeff. And then you get four people and then five people. And then I'm standing here and they're all around me. And I don't know how to get out of it. And I don't know if I'm, they don't know each other. But the thing about it is, is that all these people, they know me. It's my relationship with them. And so I have this kind of fear that it's, it's just like a, it's, it's it's like I a, know exactly what you're like. Talking hi, about. this is Linda, my wife, and this is a uh, Janet, someone I'm sleeping with. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it's like it's just you can't, you know. It's just you well, can't. It's like you're hosting a party and no one knows each other, <laughs> so they all that's they only know you. Thank you, thank yeah. you, yeah. thank you. So you have a bunch of people in your house that are yeah. So how do you how do you yeah. know Brian? He voices my station. Yeah. Oh, me too. Oh. Me too. Yeah, me too. Me too. You know? Does he ever piss you off and not get his work back to you on time? Yes. <laughs> because Look, I'm doing the first four hour podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. So that's that. I gotta that, go, Linda. You do? Okay. All right. I do. Sorry. Well, Brian, thank you okay. so much for joining us. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, very uh, very nice to meet you. It's uh, always absolutely. Great. Hope I uh, I hope it was um It was it was, it was great. It was, you helped us yeah. celebrate our 100th. Hey, congratulations Thank by the you. way. That's 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 absolutely fabulous. I'm very uh I, 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 and you do it on a regular basis or just whenever you want to. Is it couple like times every a month. Yeah, a couple times, <laughs> yeah, couple times a month yeah. and everything. Yeah. <laughs> With it. That's good. We've had cool. almost 50,000 downloads now. Yeah. That's fantastic. I know, yeah. I know. Hope. Yeah. By the way, yeah. I get emails from people saying they heard me, you know, when you and I uh-huh. have done them. Yes. I heard you on the well, podcast. Now you're going to be heard so. on this one, too. Yeah. All right. JJ's great. got a rock well, and well, roll. Very, very cool. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. <laughs> I appreciate you taking the time as well. Uh, absolutely. Thank you, you guys. for joining us. Thank you. Have a great day. We'll talk to you Thank soon. Thank you. If you ever get, lose your voice or anything, give me a call. I will. I'll send Join you all my work. Okay. Oh, good. Right. All right. See you later. Bye bye.